Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show. We're coming up on close to 500 shows now, and we're very proud to air live on Blog Talk Radio and a few other places, and then syndicate out onto iHeartRadio and Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere where you get your podcasts. Um, Hopefully we're there, and if we're not, just let us know. Um, Really proud of... um, my next guest, my guest today, uh, really honored to have him with us. We have Jonathan Massalinas with us, and he is the founder of Empowered Publicity. Uh, you can reach him at um, empoweredpublicity.com. And then we've got a couple tweets out there. He's very active on Facebook and just an exceptional human being, a champion of others. And um, John, Jonathan, how are you? I keep wanting to call you John. I have no idea why I keep doing that. But Jonathan, how are you today? <laughs> I am. I am doing so well. Thank you very much for the very thoughtful introduction, for the kind words, and your introduction to your program. I love it. It's it's so upbeat and positive. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we. Um, I, well, I love Randy K. That intro has been there for years now, and Randy K. tapes that, and um, I I just love her, and I, I love hearing her voice, and she might tape a new one for 2020. I'm kind of him and Han, but we've had that intro for a really long time, and thank you for that, because um, her thoughts went into creating that, and it's her voice, and um, it it helps introduce all of our guests properly for all the amazing talents and gifts and all their uniqueness that they have. So um, while we're listening, I would love for you guys to all go to empoweredpublicity.com. You can tweet us too. We're at best ever you or empowered underbar PR. Um, And Jonathan, I'm going to spell your last name. Just uh, I'm going to spell your whole name actually. So people know um, who you are, how to reach you, how to spell it so they can find you. It's J O N. A-T-H-A-N, and then your last name is M-A-S-I-U-L-I-O-N-I-S. And today we're going to talk about how to celebrate yourself. I love this. We were talking last night about Jonathan coming on the radio show, and he sent me this amazing email with this whole show kind of, kind of, uh, you know, your thoughts for where we're going to go today. And I think it's such a beautiful topic. And, um, really interesting in this day and age of social media and promoting and uh, there's a lot of information coming at people from all different directions. Yeah. It's, it's something where, you know, especially with the Christmas holiday and the new year's holidays literally upon us, it's very easy to just say, and I can probably paraphrase it by saying this. I'm not sure if it was in the movie, the wizard of Oz or not, but uh, I used to have a beautiful Hallmark store that was right next to me and I purchased this you could call it like plaque and it had Wizard of Oz energy it actually had the characters of the Wizard of Oz inside the plaque and it had Dorothy, Toto, the Scarecrow, the Cowardly Lion, the Tin Man they're all looking at the Emerald City and they want to get there right but they're just starting on the yellow brick road and the and and the plaque call it really more of a piece of artwork than a plaque but it says it's not about the destination it's about the journey and many of us just want to get to the Emerald City right I think you know you're you, you obviously know, and I'll kind of share this with your listeners, one of my long-term visions is actually, well, the, the shorter-term vision is I'm moving out to San Diego at the end of next year, but the longer-term vision is one of the things in San Diego awaiting me is a children's hospice for terminally ill children because, you know, children are, are very near and dear to my heart. I'm sure that we're going to cover that throughout the course of our beautiful conversation together. But I share this because many of us, you know, want to get to the Emerald City. We want to get to San Diego, and we lose sight and we lose focus of the present moment, not just the present moment because that seems like a very buzzword, spiritual, cliche term, especially we, we, you know, we can kind of, you know, like just get lost in that alone. But just to really enjoy where you are right now, like where you are right now, who you are right now, 
It's perfect. And another thing I'll briefly share to kind of set the tone for our conversation today is I also resonate with the work of Mr. Rogers. And of course, many people have been either reintroduced to Mr. Rogers or introduced to Mr. Rogers for the first time based on the success of the fantastic documentary that came out last year, Won't You Be My Neighbor? And of course, the, the brand new critically acclaimed Tom Hanks film, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood from Sony Pictures. And Mr. Rogers reminds all of us, I have, I have this, I have a, a portrait here in my office and it says, there's no person in the world like you. I like you just the way you are. And these are messages that we need to connect with each and every day. They're really all a part of celebrating ourselves and who we are and, and where we are right now. Even. What, um, what makes you not promote all the things that you do, but rather promote all the things that other people do uh, you know you are a PR company and you celebrate other people and and bring all their creativity um, to the universe what makes you stop and not you know you do it a little I see a little bit here and there but what's the difference for you just so I get to know you a little bit better the word that comes to mind is balance. Um, I feel that, you know, many, like many empaths and sensitives and creatives and intuitives, we all feel great about helping other people and, you know, getting our own messages out or, and getting other people's messages out there. But sometimes when it comes to putting ourselves out there, we might have a little resistance or fear or doubt or what if other people would say. And I feel this is just especially since this past full moon, which is last week for all of, for all of your listeners and, and followers to our astrology, astronomy, and just, you know, moon bumps, right? This full moon, I really feel, has helped us to come into balance when it comes to alignment, when it comes to being of service to other people, but not forgetting about ourselves. Because, you know, someone had told me this a couple of years ago that, uh, you know, that it's not about the message. It's, or it's not about the messenger. It's about the message. And I kind of believe that for a long period of time in there's there's some truth to that, but you are your message. This, this goes beyond PR. This goes beyond branding. You know, people want to have an idea of who you are. They want to be able to connect with your heart. They want to be able to have an idea of who it is that you are and why it is that you do what you do. So it's mm-hmm. interesting that I share that because one of the two of the other words that come to mind are transparency as well as authenticity and integrity. I believe that's actually three words, right? The way that things kind of work beforehand is, is that like, you know, some of us maybe had a little bit of a challenge or a little bit of a difficulty being our truest and our most authentic selves, again, for fear of what other people would say, for how other people would react. The universe is like a brittle water filter right now, right? Where anything that is not in alignment right now really doesn't get out to the forefront in any way, shape, or form. So, the way that I'm talking to you, the way that I, I, I've been speaking with you leading into this wonderful and exciting interview, the way that I speak with my clients, the way that I even talk to myself now, it, it all has to come from a heart-centered perspective. It all has to be aligned. This is all a part about celebrating yourself. You know, people may say, well, you know, what does authenticity have to do with it? Or what does integrity have to do with it? Or, you know, or, or, or what about balancing and not forgetting about yourself? It's like, you know, creating a beautiful Christmas muffin, right? You know, many of us are going to be indulging leading into the holidays and having baked goods that are probably not gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and all of that. We might have, you know, like a beautiful, a beautiful Christmas muffin, but it, it, but it has to have all of the balanced ingredients. Just imagine if you were baking Christmas cookies without the flour or baking Christmas cookies without, you know, the egg or maybe even the milk or that sort of thing. It wouldn't taste right. 2020 for all of us really is going to be a game changer. The energies of 2020, I feel, are being felt as of right now. And 2020 really is about life purpose. And if you're, if you're forgetting about celebrating yourself and where you are right now on, on your journey, it's going to make that process a little bit more challenging, a little bit more difficult. So why not just start celebrating yourself where you are right now, you know, just a couple of days before Christmas and carry that energy on leading into the holiday season and setting the tone for 2020. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You can tell you've been doing this a while for, you've been doing this for almost 20 years. And in that 20 years, you've been helping, you know, creative people, entrepreneurs, entertainers, and so forth. Kind of, um, I would call it like, I think it's, I love these words, expand their audiences, but also promote their talents and so forth. But, 
really with sort of a, a twist because it's your publicist for inspirational spiritual and children's book authors. And, and um, it's you, you're very positive. Are you there? I can't tell if it's coming up. Yeah. No, nope, still here. We're having some audio problems. Yeah. No, go ahead. Um, but very positive in those messages. And um, I'm wondering why you picked that specific lane. I think that it picked me. It wasn't, you know, <laughs> I, I, I had, I, I've had people over the years, you know, especially with my work with children's office, which I really enjoy very much so. Uh, you know, people have said, oh, you know, you work with inspirational and spiritual and children's office. What a fantastic niche, right? And mm-hmm. sometimes I just, shake my, I just shake my head at that because it goes much deeper than that. People have asked me, what is empowered publicity? Why do you do what you do? And I really love helping people to share their stories. This goes beyond, quote, unquote, peddling books. This goes beyond enhancing people's you know, brands and boosting social media profiles. It, it, it goes like, those are all external things. But I feel mm-hmm. that, you know, like, for example, you've been a part of the spiritual community and the inspirational community, you know, from your work at Hay House for a long time. There's a lot of fake people out there. And to a yeah. certain extent, I think that there was some fakeness that was in there myself. We all wear these, to, to, to a certain point, we all wore these, masks and schemes and veils and we wanted to pretend to be other other people than who we were and that's so draining it's so tiring because you're just trying to keep up a front and i say this with all due respect there's a lot of people in those communities that spend so much time you know trying to prop themselves up like people see that people feel that you know people see what is real and what is not so why not just be yourself. You know, this is one of the key ingredients about, about celebrating yourself. Just be you. Don't worry about what other people are going to say, what other people are going to do. You know, it's, it's very easy for us to, you know, fear judgment or criticism or things or things like that for, for, for other people. But this, this work for me means, means so much more than just, you know, what I had mentioned for the, the, the first part really is about helping people to share their stories. That's really where healing happens. I've had the opportunities to be a part of different events, whether it be, and I'll just give you one example. This past, uh, over the past several weeks, there's an award-winning children's author that I've had the blessing of working with, Jennifer Renera. She is the creator of the Nature Nurture Storybook Series. She's mm-hmm. based in Burlington, Ontario. And we had, we had co-created a series of holiday charity events here in the Buffalo, New York area, where I currently reside, called Choosing Kindness for Christmas. And all the proceeds of these events went back to the Child Life Department of Oshai Children's Hospital here in Buffalo. Each children's hospital has, for the most part, what's known as a Child Life Department, which provides emotional support and entertainment for children that are going through cancer, dialysis, and who are recovering from surgery. So they will bring in authors and athletes and musicians and you know even the professional wrestlers for example and they'll all connect with the kids and their families and kind of take them away from what it is that they're going through to help open up their hearts to put smiles on their faces to put smiles in their hearts in the process so what jennifer actually did was she shared her brand new children's book a buck and a puck which actually talks about the importance of being kind to yourself and being kind to others. It also integrates sportsmanship because there's a hockey theme. Sabretooth from the NHL's Buffalo Sabres was actually there. The, we, the, the kids were able to create their own craft, making their own little mini reindeer. There were coloring sheets that were there. So I share that because like that's, that's the essence really of what empowered publicity is all about. It's not just about, I'm going to speak in front of 5,000 people on a grandiose stage. Not that there's anything wrong with that, right? I'm not, I'm not the guy that says, you know, quantity over quality isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I really feel that especially leading into 2020, it is about quality versus quantity. The old paradigm was I need to speak on a stage and that stage has to have all of these lights and all of these people, right? And again, not to say that there's anything wrong with that, but I've seen, you know, events that I've done that maybe had, let's say, anywhere from 50 to 100 people that would be there. And there's, there's healing that happens. I've had people that have been in audiences of events that have been blessed to put together that have said, this book saved my life. 
or this book, mm-hmm. you know, helped my child go through a little bit of a difficult time that he was moving through not that long ago. And that's where healing happens. When people go out and they share their stories, that is where the beginning of healing actually happens. So again, you know, connecting with the work that lies ahead of me, which is, you know, the Children's Hospice in La Jolla, this, anything that, that ties into sharing from the heart, I can't screw around with. These messages are, are, are really very sacred. Mr. Rogers had even mentioned that any time that he connected through the television airwaves with his little neighbors, he classified that as sacred ground. He classified it as holy ground. And that's what I mm-hmm. choose to do each and every day, especially now at Empowered Publicity, because it's really is a privilege to do what I do every day. What is your connection um, with, um, so why children, for example? Like why, what, what is it about you and your background and so forth that makes you want to open a children's hospice for terminally ill children in La Jolla? I feel that I'll, I'll cover the La Jolla connection. We'll unpack them momentarily. For me, the first thing that comes to mind is, is that I had to heal the relationship with my inner child. That's something that was uh, a process that re- that realistically began shortly after my grandmother made her transition in the in the summer of 2013, and things began to become very clear shortly thereafter about my connection with children. I have a friend of mine who lives in Australia. Her name is Lisa Jolly. She's a channeler out in Australia. And she had channeled Dr. Wayne Dyer for myself. And I, I've, I've had a connection with, with Dr. Wayne Dyer even before he transitioned. That's roughly around the time where you and I had actually first connected. It was around like 20, 2012, 2013, 2014. Yeah. And uh, Wayne's last book was entitled Memories from Heaven, where he actually interviewed children that uh, that had this experience of being in heaven before kind of like beaming down to earth. It was this fantastic book. And I share this because Wayne had told me to read that book and that that would begin to open up my heart when it came to the children. Shortly thereafter, the universe gave me a divine assignment. I actually worked for one summer as a part-time after-school teacher here in the Buffalo area. During that point in my life, there was a lot of resistance that I was moving through. There was a part that says, like, oh, my God, why is this happening, blah, 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 just on, on several different fronts. And when it came to the children at that point, they were, were reminding me to be present. They were reminding me to enjoy the present moment. They were reminding me to just, just enjoy life, to not take things too seriously, right? Like as adults, we have these adult responsibilities we must – cook the food. We must, you know, pay the bills. We must pay the taxes. We must pick up the kids. We've got this laundry list of stuff that never seems to end, or just this big, long to-do list, right? And, mm-hmm. and when it comes to, to you know, it's not as if that there's not truth that we obviously have to get those sorts of things done, but that's when things became clear for myself about San Diego, specifically. Back in 2005, you know, well before my time in Empowered Publicity, one of the things that I had the blessing of doing was hosting a popular wrestling radio show called Monday Night Mayhem for a little over 10 years. And I had the opportunity and the blessing and the good fortune to travel across the country to five WrestleManias. One of them was in Los Angeles at the Staples Center back in uh, 2005. And my, uh, I used to work at Blockbuster Video at the time. I'm making a Blockbuster night, right? One of my friends had actually worked at Blockbuster with me. His brother was the head scout of the San Diego Chargers. And he had invited us to stay out with him and his girlfriend at the time and to spend time in San Diego. When, when I got to San Diego, this was the end of March of 2005. It was around the time where Pope John Paul II made his transition. Sometimes I remember these little historical landmarks, right? And this is where I saw palm trees for the first time, and my soul felt at peace. I remember that I had the greatest night of sleep in my entire life in San Diego. Now, most people had thousands of nights of sleep in their entire life. If I said, Elizabeth, do you remember the greatest night of sleep that you had in your entire life? More than likely, you would probably say, no, most people don't remember (laughs) that sort of thing. So I knew that that stuck out at me for a reason. I was introduced to a beautiful part of San Diego called the Children's Pool Beach, which is right where the La Jolla Cove meets the Pacific Ocean. And when I saw this, it was this beautiful place where like baby seals and baby otters were playing with their families. And I took this picture. It has this like walkway where it's like when you're at the end of this walkway, it's like you're almost in the Pacific Ocean where you can do this Leonardo DiCaprio Titanic, I'm the king of the world impersonation. 
And I took a picture of myself at Children's Pool Beach. And I kept that picture, and I didn't know why. Well, I had the, I had the blessing and good fortune of actually being back in San Diego just a couple of months ago, actually, for my birthday. I actually grounded the energies of the Children's Hospice on my 38th birthday in La Jolla. And I went back there, and I felt chills. It, it just so, like, I, I already began to realize, like, th- around this area, is where the children's hospice is going to be built. Nothing wrong with Buffalo. I've lived in Buffalo my entire life. I feel that, you know, and, you know, this is another part about celebrating yourself is really connecting with your intuition and, 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 and asking your guidance, where is it that I'm meant to go? So some people might be like, oh, my gosh, cross-country move. How's this going to happen? You know, I, I still kind of, you know, can fall into that energy every now and again. But in order to celebrate yourself, you need to connect with the people that support you. You need to be in the energy where that, that realistically suits you best. Again, no guilt, no judgment, no shame, right? But at, at the same point in time, I'm not just going to celebrate myself when I'm in San Diego, right? I'm celebrating myself here in Buffalo. I made it a point to spend this final holiday season here in the Buffalo and Western New York area and enjoy every single experience. You know, the 20-degree temperatures, the, you know, foot of snow, the below-zero windshield. I'm celebrating all of that because, again, this kind of correlates to what we were talking about before. If I just push this, you know, this large fast-forward button to get out to San Diego, I would be, you know, cheating myself out of some amazing experiences here in Buffalo along the way. So children, for me, this is – I'll also briefly mention when Mr. Rogers came back into my life a little over a year ago, I feel that my earthly self – was needing a gentle, compassionate, masculine role model that was really reminding me of who I am and what I came here to do. So one of the things that I'm actually having the blessing, and I'm actually kind of giving you a little bit of an exclusive here, so to speak, but you know, I've been, I've been blessed to do various work with, with children here in the Buffalo area over the past several years. I'm actually starting a very special story time called the Empowered Publicity Storytime with Mr. Jonathan beginning in the month of February, actually, at one of the libraries as part of the, as part of the Buffalo and Erie County Public Library System here in the Western New York area. And I'm going to be taking the time and connecting with the little ones or little neighbors, as I like to call them, and sharing some beautiful, you know, children's picture books, you know, one or two for, for each event, and really talking to the kids and, and getting their thoughts about, you know, such topics as kindness and compassion and empathy. Because when we take the time to actually listen to our children, like a lot of the answers that we're looking for as adults, you know, children have the answers. So I was, I was afraid of connecting with kids, like kind of, you know, getting down on that level and interacting with them, so to speak. And I'm, I'm really ready for that. I feel that there's been a lot of healing that I've been working on that has been helping me to open up my heart. And this really all goes back to, as I mentioned before, Elizabeth, with connecting with your inner child. That's another key ingredient. I feel like we're baking a beautiful cake here at Best Ever You today, right? Another part of celebrating yourself is reconnecting with your inner child. Because that's where, you know, that's where the magic, that's where the joy is and, and still resides from what you experienced as a little one growing up that's still there right now. Yeah. Well, it, well, it sounds like Mr. Rogers is very near and dear to your heart. And it sounds like the universe is sort of ready for more more of those wholesome types of, of places and spaces and people and so forth for kids to, you know, follow now um there's a you know there's just a lot going on in the universe that's sort of a personal thing but you know i'm a, i'm a i have kids so i understand completely what you're talking about i'm a mom of four boys and they're 18 20 22 and 24 and so i know our listeners who have kids out there can completely relate to you because it is so much fun when you have kids or around kids to completely hang around them they you're right they don't have the little laundry list going of laundry pickup do this, do that, work, bills, you know, cooked it, you know, everything. They're just kids. I had so much fun with our kids when they were growing up, just playing toys. <laughs> it was so much fun to sit there and read, read books. And um, I, myself, I did, um, you know, one of my, I, I love children's books too. And um, I, I always have as well. So I completely understand where you're coming from, but I did around, I used to do story times all the time around here 
um, with kids. I think I made a mistake though, thinking I needed like a, um, a crown and banner to do that when I could have just gone and done that because the world needs people to do that. But um, I yep. always made it one of my platforms when I was Mrs. Maine to um, dedicate the whole year to just going to all the schools and preschools and so forth and bringing cookies and doing story times. So I, I completely understand what you're saying. So good for you. Um, follow your heart and dreams and that's your authentic you. And it's, it's exciting to, to hear. Um, that's a, that's a really different world than the world of wrestling. <laughs> I think when I yeah, first met you yeah, a long time is, ago, it's a complete, complete yeah, I had, different I, world. I, I had, there was, there was a combination, like I had also worked in the collections industry for over 12 years, nearly 13 yeah. years actually. So it was a very, it was a very dense energy. You know, I feel that there, that there's many of your listeners and, and your followers that may be beginning to bridge that gap. They may see themselves mm-hmm. doing something in 2020. Maybe, you know, maybe they're at the office job. Maybe that's, you know, they're at the nine to five. And I know one of the things that I did not do beforehand was I, I was not celebrating myself. You know, I can, right. I, I, I can look, I can, I can look back and I had so much, gratitude for the collections experience because that that taught me so much it was one of the greatest teachers about not selling myself short right it was one of the greatest teachers about listening one of the greatest teachers about compassion right and you know mm-hmm. even the experience with 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 Monday Night Mayhem my on-air name was the big mosh I actually like went by that for all intents and purposes in real life people people didn't know you know I, I should say I didn't know who Jonathan was Right. Like I didn't know who, who I was. It was, it was very challenging to celebrate myself because I always wanted to try to be someone else. I was always trying to conform to what other people wanted me to be. And it took me some time, but you know, one of the things that both, uh, both Wayne Dyer, as well as Anita Morjani, of course, who you're familiar with the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the very beautiful heart who's, 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 who's shared her life story through, through her two amazing books. Both of them remind us still to this particular point in time how life is like a divine tapestry and how everything flows and everything connects together, right? So, you know, one of the other parts about celebrating yourself is is really expressing your gratitude, not that fake gratitude, right? Not just like, yay, I'm grateful for this, you know, thank you universe for, you know, this unexpected bill, right? And you're just kind of like, you know, like grinding your teeth. That's, <laughs> that's not the kind of gratitude I'm talking about. It, it's just a matter no. of, you know, you know, Wayne, he would, he would also remind us, you know, thank God for everything, you know, thank you, God, thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for that, right? Because all of, you know, gratitude is really an important part about celebrating yourself when you're grateful for what you have in your life. You're grateful for who you have in your life you know, everything tends to, to, to be much more vibrant. Everything has a greater way of working itself out and you can really connect with yourself on an even deeper level. Yeah. Well, so with the next 30 minutes, I really want to talk about how to celebrate yourself because I think, I think we've done a really, you've done a really great job reintroducing yourself to our audience. I think probably a lot of my audience is familiar with who you are and follows you on Facebook and all the authors that you promote. And um, I, I really, I really like your, um, I'm going to not say it right here and I got to find it again. You have a show that you do. Um, the, the children's, the children's book, book spotlight, spotlight series. Yeah. yeah. Before we go into that, before we go into how to, you know, your tips for how to celebrate yourself and so forth. Can you talk about your show really fast? Well, not really fast. But sure. You know I mean. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, there was, there was two platforms that I had before, and we obviously mentioned Monday Night Mayhem, and then there was Soul Luminous Radio, which is around the time where you and I connected with one another. And that's where I had the blessing of interviewing New York Times bestselling authors, transformational leaders, connecting with Wayne Dyer's family, with Anita, Jack Canfield. And that was, that was, that was wonderful. But both of those, those experiences had, had run their course. They served me well, and I, I, I was, I had mentioned to my grandmother, who I still connect with in prayer meditation, you know, if there was, a, if there was something that I was going to do along the lines of, of a show or a program, it had to be in 100% alignment 
And a little over a year ago, it's probably around like last spring, last summer, when I began to spend time working with children's authors more, the, the idea and the vision for the children's book Spotlight Series actually came to mind. It airs every Monday at 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific at the official Empowered Publicity Facebook page. And the intention that I set was to just help children's authors to share their stories, to share not only their inspiring stories, but to share their challenges, to share their difficulties, their obstacles, how they were able to move through those to get through to the other side, to connect and to weave in to the interview, connecting with a specific theme that is tied into the children's author's book, but that's also tied into the collective of whatever the collective is moving through at that particular moment. Little did I know that the children's book spotlight series would become one of the preferred destinations for not only, you know, first time authors, but award-winning best-selling all the way to ranging to New York times, best-selling yeah. children's authors and illustrators. Just recently I have the, I have the blessing of interviewing five times New York times, best-selling children's author, Sherry Dusky Rinker, who of course many people know from good night, good night construction site, her brand new book, Three Cheers for Kid McGear. So it's really become a, a preferred destination for, for children's authors and illustrators around the world to be able to connect with me. We had such a super fun time. One of the segments that I have during the children's book spotlight series is a little segment called Three Wishes, which is kind of an homage to Disney's Aladdin. I share this because I feel that one of the reasons why I've been put here on earth is to help people manifest and bring into life their heart's desires. So we have a little segment called Three Wishes at the very end, and as, uh, as, uh, as, uh, as an homage and as a respect to Mr. Rogers, during his, uh, his Lifetime Achievement Award acceptance speech at the Daytime Emmys, shortly mm-hmm. before he passed, he, he reminded all of us to, to take 60 seconds of our time and to remember those who helped love us into being. So I take the time with each of the guests that actually join me, and I have them share. If they feel comfortable in doing so, some of the people that help love them into being, into where they are right now at this particular point in time in their life. So I'm super excited. We're, we're going to be approaching our 60th episode at the very beginning of January, actually. So oh, I'm awesome. really excited to see what, uh, what's in store for the, for the Children's Book Spotlight Series in 2020. Yeah, and uh, is it safe to say you're learning a lot? through the experiences of having all of those authors on your show? I feel that there's so much healing that happens during the course. Like, you know, I don't, I don't bill myself as a healer, not by a long shot, even though I, I had just completed my level three channeling. So I do have, you know, I, I do have that component in terms of one of my spiritual gifts, but I, I, I feel that there is so much healing that happens, you know, not just for myself, not, but, but also for, for the authors and the illustrators that join me, mm-hmm. but also for our audience, because, you know, you know, one of the reasons why the children's hospice is going to, is being called walking each other home. I really resonate with the work of Ram Das. At the end of the day, we're all going through these experiences, but at the end of the day, you know, the vision is, you know, we're all going back to heaven. We're all going back to this beautiful place and we're all helping one another to get there. So why not, you know, you know, take the time and just really, again, you know, celebrate yourself, work with one another, support one another as we're able to. So, yeah, there's been there's an incredible amount of healing that happens during each children's book spotlight series episode. Yeah. When you you know how you're talking about helping each other and so forth. Um, if you're if you're struggling with even maybe helping yourself, let alone someone else, what do you think about knowing, uh, I, you know, I know you suggested this too. I, I like this concept of feeling, you know, not feeling like you're alone. I think it's really, really, really important personally to help people feel like they're not alone. Hmm. One of my favorite Michael Jackson songs growing up, I, I, I had a, one of those old school Fisher Price record players, like the ones that looked like they, they were in a suitcase, right? And you could kind of travel with them wherever you go. So as, 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 as a youngster, you know, I was an old soul then, still feel I'm an old soul now. My musical collection included such records as Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation, 1814, Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA, uh, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing, We Are the World, uh, Michael Jackson's Bad. So I had this extensive musical collection as a youngster, Peter Gabriel. So, but I really resonated, you know, this is more in my teen years with Michael Jackson's You Are Not Alone. And, you know, uh, of course, 
you know, people are very familiar with the lyrics, you know, you are not alone for I am here with you, et cetera, et cetera. And we're all going through similar experiences in one way or another. And, you know, sometimes if we're going through a very challenging time, it's very easy not only to be hard on ourselves, but it's very easy to say, you know, it's just me going through this experience. Or you can, or you can say no one understands me, right? Especially, mm-hmm. you know, for, for all of your listeners and followers who are empaths and sensitive, sometimes you just want to have that alone time. Sometimes you just, you just want to be with yourself. I feel it's a very healthy thing, especially to do around the holiday season as well. But it is so important now to, to, to nurture self. If you're feeling like you're alone, learn to, learn to love yourself on a deeper level. Learn to celebrate yourself on an even greater level. And also it, 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 how, how this ties in, it's, it's, not a, it's not bad. It's not a bad thing to ask for support. You know, I do my, I, I have a wonderful support system. I have a, I have a great, you know, spiritual team, both here on earth and both up there as well, too. So I know that if I'm feeling down, I can easily talk to one of my friends. One of the things that I'm very much doing my part, and I feel that many of us are doing this leading into 2020 before, again, this, you know, I was, I was very big about the quantity and not the quality. Like I, I keep my circle very, very, very tight. Because, yeah, you, you know, with, 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 you know, where we're, <laughs> with, with where we're all headed right now, we're also learning to be more mindful of time and energy. And before we just kind of like, we really put ourselves out there. So it's not a matter of, you know, like closing up your heart or anything along the lines of that, but it's just a matter of, you know, really having people in your life that really understand you. And if there, if it's only one person, if it's three people, if it's five people, if it's a dozen, that's great. Right. But it's so important, especially when it comes to celebrating yourself in order for you to do what it is that you came here to do. Right. It's important to know that you are not alone. Like there are many times and I have called on the next level of support from my grandmother and from God and from all of my team, because I say, listen, you know what? There's a cross country move that's happening in 10 months. I need help in order for this to be able to happen. Like I can't just snap my fingers and this whole thing happens. You know, I'm not going to be the one that's going to be building this children's hospice brick by brick. So I know that there's different people that are going to be coming into the equation. I had, I actually met Jimmy Kimmel when I was out in Los Angeles earlier this summer. I mentioned this really hilarious experience, if I may briefly. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel has a son named Billy. Billy, uh, several years ago, uh, was diagnosed with a heart condition shortly after he was born. And, you know, Jimmy had announced that on his show, and this is kind of like where man show Jimmy that many people remember died. And where woke Jimmy, I think that's the term that his ex-girlfriend Sarah Silverman actually is, woke Jimmy, you know, came in. You know, Jimmy began to open up his heart. After Billy had uh, successful corrective surgery, uh, Jimmy brought his son on the air, which is this amazing heartfelt experience. He was crying on the air. So one of the things that I actually do for children around the world is there's a, there's a specific Care Bear that I actually send out. You remember like the Care Bears from the from the, fr- yeah, from the 80s the and bears. the early 90s, right? There's, yep. there's a specific Care Bear called Daydream Bear, which has like moon and stars on its belly. It's super cute. So I actually sent one to Billy at Jimmy's, you know, production studios out in Los Angeles. Now, I had no idea if he received it or not. But I remember, you know, when I was headed out to L.A., I managed to get tickets to uh, the August 12th taping of Jimmy Kimmel Live. And I went with, with one of my friends and colleagues, Candace Leos, who's the former communications director of the Midnight Mission in Los Angeles. And um, we, we were third and fourth in line. And little, little that I know of the way that Jimmy Kimmel live seats is, is that, you know, if you're third and fourth in line, you get, you get preferred seating. So we actually sat dead center in the studio, like first row. And I'm like, oh, boy, like what's happening right now? <laughs> so after, after, the, after the first segment, cool. when, you know, Jimmy does his monologue, he actually, you know, connects with one person in his audience, kind of like, hey, who's here from out of town sort of thing. So out of 200 people, Jimmy picked me and I'm like, oh boy, right? So I share this because, you know, I I had the blessing of talking about uh, with Jimmy about the children's hospice a little bit. So I don't know whether or not Jimmy Kimmel is going to be funding this children's hospice, but but I've called him the support, whether it be someone along the lines of him, someone who has a platform such as his, who understands children, who loves children, so I've called in that next level of support. So again, you know, whatever it is that, that you're called here to do, it doesn't have to be a children's hospice, right? It could be, you know, opening up a brand new business. It could be writing your first book. 
It could be starting a family. It could, it, it, it could be even the smallest of things. It, it, it's so important to remember that you are not alone right now, and there's nothing wrong with asking for help if you need, especially around the holiday season. Agreed. Do you have maybe three little simple things or easy, easy things, everyday tips that you can give to our listeners to help us celebrate ourselves? Absolutely. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is prayer. Now, prayer can mean different things for different people. Sometimes people will, you know, get down on their hands and knees and pray to God. And, you know, I do that every now and again myself. You don't necessarily have to be in a building on a Sunday morning to pray. You can, prayer can, can be, you know, simply closing your eyes and it can be, you know, connecting with one of your departed loved ones. You know, for myself, it's my grandmother. I know one of, one of the things that has really helped me, uh, Silent Unity, which is a 24-hour prayer line that's connected with Unity Church, they have someone that you can call no matter what time of the morning, afternoon, or evening it is. And they will hold space in prayer for you. They'll pray with you on the line. They'll hold space over those prayers for 30 days. They pray for those prayers for 30 days, and then they give you uh, an affirmation at the end of the call, and they send you this like letter of prayer support. I found like that was one of the most amazing things like ever created, right? Silent unity. So whatever prayer may look like or whatever prayer may feel like, it doesn't have to be like, God, I'm asking for the Maserati. Please send it to me. Sometimes people think that that's the prayer, right? God, send me the $5 million. Merry Christmas. has been a good boy this year. Send me the $5 million, right? Prayer can look and feel like, like different things. So that's the first thing that actually comes to mind. The second thing is actually taking the time to journal. Now, journaling, again, can also look like different things for different people. You know, sometimes people may, you know, journal in like, you know, uh, an old school black composition notebook. Sometimes people have a little bit something more ornate. What I encourage people to do is, is if there's something that you are holding on to, whether it be an old belief system, whether it be, a, you, know, a, a, you know, a relationship that no longer serves you, when you write something out, and this is one of the things that I, one of the many things I picked up from Wayne, when you're writing something out, it's basically like it's flowing from your heart, through your blood, through your arms, through your, you know, through your hands, through your fingers, and out. So you can literally let go of things that much easier, more so than you ever did before. And journaling really is an essential tool to be able to help you go about doing that. You know, writing, there's, there's this wonderful book that I just started called Calling in the One. Now, people might just think like, Okay, is Jonathan, you know, calling in his life partner? Well, the answer is yes, but it's going so much deeper than that. So one of the exercises in that book was, you know, writing a love letter to your partner, but in truth, it was actually a love letter to myself. And it was this beautiful, amazing thing. Now, there's like 49 lessons. I'm only on lesson four, so I'm looking forward to what what happens moving forth from there. And the third thing is to do the things that light your fire. Do the things, you know, this could seem like a cliche expression, like do the things that make your heart sing, right? But believe it or not, one of the things that I did several years ago, I actually got the one of the adult versions of the Fisher-Price record players. And I actually began to, you know, kind of reconnect with my record collection that I had, you know, when when I was a child growing up. And I've obviously added on to it since then. So I will listen to records. I will listen to We Are the World, for example. I will pop in an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I will take the time and read, you know, a brand new children's picture book. It's very easy to be in this state of chasing. This is another thing that Wayne reminds us about is that we, we spend a lot of time in this perpetual chase where it's like we're striving, yet we, we've never arrived, right? So, you know, many people around, you know, the holidays might be like, all right, I have to get this to-do list done. Or I have to make sure that I bank this one last client in this week before Christmas. And it's like, just, just, just stop, just stop. Like I even had to do that, you know, myself this week. I, it wasn't like in that sort of energy or mindset at all, but it's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to take this time these next several days, not just because it's Christmas. I'm going to nurture self. It's okay to shut, uh, to turn off the, the on button. Because for me, like the way that myself and my nervous system and my brain, it was all, it was always on the PR mode of me, for example, was always on. And I've, I, I can now control that a little bit better. I can actually turn it off when it's actually needed. We could probably spend another hour, I'm sure, talking about different tools and examples and, and, and things that I can, can actually help you celebrate yourself. 
I'm going to mention just a small fourth one, if I may, and it's the importance of just connecting with your guidance and with your intuition. This is actually, you know, one of the things that, that I'm actually now beginning to help one. people with yeah. through, through, of, through, my, through my channeling work is actually helping people to connect with their guidance and with their intuition. Sometimes people have a little bit of a challenge or, or, or you know, or difficulty doing it. But we all have this internal navigational system. We all have this internal compass on the inside, right? You know, we've got, we've got three brains. We've got like the head brain, the heart brain, and the gut brain. And many of us were so used to for a long period of time asking other people for their thoughts. I know for me, I, I could probably count, you know, at least a dozen times per day when I would ask people, you know, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about this decision? You know, what should I do, et cetera, et cetera. You, at the end of the day, know you better than anybody else. So many of us, especially, again, sensitive, empaths, intuitives, we're not giving our power away. So all of these sorts of things, however they translate, however they resonate to you, I'll, I'll kind of put a bow on this by saying, you know, when Wayne did many of his talks and PBS specials, he would always say, listen, it, it, you know, take whatever resonates with you from our time together today. If you resonate with 10% of what I share, discard the other 90%. One of the things that I, in, in, in my work and in my life, I don't force myself on people. I don't force my beliefs, my thoughts, my impressions upon people. It's a matter of sharing my own experience, sharing what comes from my heart, and however a person connects with it and relates to whatever they take from that, that's what it's meant to be. I think that's really wise, um, and that's the way I feel also as a Hay House author. Um, not preachy, not this is, you know, this is what I think, so this is therefore what you must think or anything like that. But I really believe very strongly um, that we all learn from each other's experiences, and I, that's what I love about social media, just to chime in a little bit, is you really, you really can get a good sense for what people are going through, what people have gone through. Um, you know, the wisdom, the struggles, everything is sort of, you know, out there a little bit more than it ever was for us to sort of tap into. And I think it's really useful. Um, but it seems like, you know, a lot of us grew up with, you know, putting on a, I, I didn't necessarily, I kind of am who I am and I'm pretty transparent, but, um, you know, a lot of people grow up with, a front, you know, like everything's great and perfect. And then you scratch below the surface and you discover very quickly that it's not so great. Yep. And they're afraid to share yep. that with others. And so um, whatever your story, you know, if you're listening to this show and this resonates with you, I'm so happy um, because that's, kind of, you know, you and I've talked about that a lot. You know, if you've got one life that you touch and it makes an impact, you, you know, there you go. You helped. And it, it I also think we learn a lot from younger people. <laughs> I think it's kind of, it's interesting to hear you talk about all the work you do with the kids. I, I know on really often our kids, you know, mine specifically, I'm talking about, they'll, they'll teach us something. They'll, they fill your gaps pretty good. If you let them. Yep. A lot of adults walk around thinking they know more than kids. I'm not one of those people. I just have maybe have a little yep. more mileage is what I say. <laughs> I always say to them, you know, I'm not necessarily smarter than you, but in some cases I, think that, I have a little more mileage. <laughs> I think that this was, Wayne had said this, and I think he picked it up from, uh, it might have been the Maharaja, I'm not even 100% sure, but it said like, wherever the quote came from, like, wisdom says I know everything, knowledge says I know nothing, and life is like dancing between the two. I remember picking up on that quote from, from, from one of Wayne's books. So this is why it's a matter of like, <clears throat> excuse me, the minute that you think you know everything, you don't. Exactly. <laughs> so, so true. Um, so, okay, so we talked about actually four. We talked about prayer, um, journal, so daily things that you can do. We talked, you, said, you shared prayer, journaling, do the things that light your fire, and then follow your guidance, you know, you like your guidance system or your intuition, your internal guidance system. So when you do those Correct. things every day and you implement that as part of your, you know, daily routine, however you implement that, how do you think that impacts um, you, you with other people, you know, relationships, business, career, service to others? How do you think that impacts your life 
or and maybe share a little bit about how it's impacted yours. And I have one more question before you answer that. So hold that for one second. Sure. Do you care? Do you care at all if we run over on time, or do you have one hour and that's it? Because I feel like our conversation do, is going to continue. Yeah, I, I I feel like I'll probably have about an additional like five bonus minutes or so. So so you're okay, getting cool. bonus time today on Best Ever You. How amazing <laughs> is that bonus thank time, you, thank right? You. Bonus time uh, on Best Ever You. All right, awesome. In the world of professional wrestling, they, in the world of professional wrestling and sports, and they would call it overrun, right? You know, so like if you're watching WWE Monday Night Raw, it would go to like 11:05, for example. So you're getting bonus time, you're getting overtime here (laughs) on Best Ever You. Um, A a lot of this, believe Mm -hmm. it or not, I am really just starting, personally speaking, to tap into and to connect to right now. For me, one of the things that I was challenged with before was is that I would start something, but I wouldn't finish it. I right. start the journaling and I do it for two or three days and then I wouldn't do it for like a week or 10 days. And I'd be like, Oh, got to get back to my journaling. Right. And mm-hmm. I feel now that one of the ways to dissolve old patterns and to really integrate the new even further is by these acts of self love. So it's interesting, you know, I'll, I'll kind of use the terminology. I did what I would call like a spiritual science experiment, you know, earlier this month. <clears throat> and for nearly seven days, it was just like seven days of just being in, there was the Qigong, there was the meditation, there was the prayer, there was the journaling, there was, uh, you know, either going to the gym or or what, or, or I do uh, a lit workouts quite regularly. I think it's low impact, low impact intensity training. If I'm, I think that that's what it's called. Yep, but it was just like I'm like, wow, like this is new. This is amazing, and it feels right. And then what happens is there is the days where you have the to do list, right? Especially around the holidays, it's like I gotta get this done. It's I gotta get way. this done because if this person, you know, because if this person doesn't get my proposal, they're not gonna want to work with me. Blah 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 blah. All this, you know, stuff that the, that that the that the mind is trying to chirp at us, right? So what I noticed is, is that when you're integrating these things more, the new anchors in, the new energy, the new frequency, the new beliefs, the new patterns, all of the new integrates in, and the old has no room to come back on in and rear its head. But not to say if you slip. But if some of those things are very, you know, you know, uh, you know, a little bit looser, they're not necessarily, you know, you're not doing them every day. It leaves some room for the older beliefs and the patterns to kind of like creep on in. So it's just like this is a this is a prerequisite right now. Now, not saying that specific things need to be done, but the, these sorts of things, self-love, self-care, it's not just a buzzword. This is this is like no, non-negotiable. No. This is non-negotiable right now. Like you know, uh, you know, I know like major league baseball players, like they have no trade clauses in their contracts. So I kind of like you know use the example how like this is this is non-negotiable, non-negotiable right now. This is just like this is just like breathing. This is just like eating. This is just like washing your hands. This is like taking out your garbage. This these are things that need to be done. The way you feel about yourself internally is how things will reflect in the external realm. So how you treat yourself is how others will treat you, right? And I know that, you know, one of the things that I had, you know, to also kind of struggle with beforehand is, is that like, okay, well, you know, if I really do the things that are best for myself, you know, and let go of the guilt and the judgment and the shame, like, you know, what if people aren't on board with that, right? Oh, well. And the way that I see it is yeah. like, you know, I, I used to be the kind of person where, uh, you probably heard the expression, you know, uh, you know, give an inch, take a mile, right? So, you know, I right. would give people, you know, and I feel, I feel aligned for the extra five minutes today, but I just, because like people would ask me for, you know, five minutes, <laughs> yeah, 10 minutes, 30 minutes of their time. So like, even like I was kind of checking in with my intuition, I'm like, does it feel good to do a little bit of overrun with Elizabeth? And I got, yes, green light, couple of minutes. That's great. So, you know, beforehand, like, you know, people would ask for, you know, extra time, extra energy. And, and I would give myself away freely to the point where I would have, I, where I depleted myself okay. on numerous yeah. occasions. And one of the, the, the most important resources that we have, two of the most important resources, I should say three of the most important resources are time, energy, energy. and our heart. Yeah. And our heart. 
So, you know, now, like, you know, you know, there's even things, you know, this is also integrating, like, you know, healthy boundaries, which are also important when it comes to celebrating yourself. Thou must have, <laughs> if there was like an 11th commandment, I guess it would be like, thou must have yeah, healthy boundaries. boundaries. I kind of like to, yeah. there's a little, as a little tongue in cheek <laughs> reference, but like, you know, there are things, you know, people would ask me beforehand, like, hey, can you endorse my books? Take like, you know, people will send me their sure, books I've... quite regularly. And, you know, I, I love being of service, how I'm able to, but I, I had to integrate healthier boundaries because if I was just, you know, tossing my energy freely left and right, I would be depleting myself. I would not be celebrating myself. I would not be honoring myself in the process. So I think the more that you are, go ahead, go ahead. No, go. You finish your sentence. You're the guest. So, <laughs> I guess, so remind me so, about entrepreneur. <laughs> I got a comment. So, so when, so, so when you are really giving yourself the permission to say, this is how I'm treating myself. This is how I'm celebrating myself. This is how right. I'm honoring myself. It's important to let go of the, well, what if other people don't like it, right? You know, yeah. And as long as you're not hurting yourself and you're not hurting other people, like if you're putting in a healthy boundary and you feel at your core, you feel in your heart that it's right, and if someone doesn't like it, that's okay. I, 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 I don't encourage hurting yourself. I don't encourage hurting other people. You know, sometimes, right. you know, if you insert in boundaries, you know, you may, you know, what you feel is a healthy boundary, it may actually not be a healthy boundary, but you are, your, your life becomes that much more enriching. You know, you know, one of the mm-hmm. things I'll also mention briefly is, is that I feel that, you know, many of us in some way, shape or form, we had the money struggles. At some point in our life, we had the money, either challenges or struggles, and maybe it was, you know, like in the, like, very, very, very difficult, right? Same thing with love. We were chasing these things. We were chasing the money. We were chasing the love, right? Now what's happening is is, is as the result of celebrating ourselves and honoring ourselves and really doing what lights our fire, loving ourselves more, we are attracting those things into our life that we spent time chasing, Right? The love, the relationships, the business, the money, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, for me, it just got to a point, you know, within the course of the past, I'd probably say year especially, where it's just like I'm done chasing, right? Because, you know, if if you allow yourself to be able to follow all of these sorts of things, however you feel guided to do that, all of those sorts of things that your heart has wanted, they will come to you in the time. They will come to you in the divine timing in the process, if that makes sense as well, too. So just a couple other things to be able to share. No, I, I really I really like what you're saying, and it sounds like you've done a lot of work. And, um, you know, like anybody sort of in this industry, too, it's so – I love hearing about all the, all the things that you're learning and doing, and I appreciate you making yourself vulnerable to our audience to share some of the things that work, don't work, have worked, are working. You know, it's – it's really helpful. Somebody might listen to this today and say, you know, I do that too. I pick up my journal and then I put it down three days later and gosh, I don't know why I do that, but I do, you know, I'm, I've done that before. I think especially too, that's really common to have all these things you say you're going to do right about this time with new year's resolutions and all that stuff that people do, which is one reason why I, I back up when I set goals and things like that to my birthday rather than anything ever surrounding a new year. So my years go by, by clock of my birthday, not the new year of going into 2020 or, or anything like that. So I, I do a different sort of goal setting and thought process around that. But, you know, you, you mentioned self-love. I would add, I would add self-worth. To that as well, which feels to me like very much what you're describing. Um, self-love and self-worth go very hand in hand. And when you discover your yes, self-worth, in comes some of the boundaries, in comes some of the things that you're talking about. And um, you may not be popular with every single soul that you meet, but you'll be respected. And that's that's a different creature. And I, I think it's really interesting to hear about all the things that you're doing. So um, I wanted to um, not go too over really, truly. I I really wanted to keep us to the hour, um, but I didn't feel like we were going to end appropriately because we were kind of in mid conversation. So I want to go back and um, thank, I do want to thank you for your time. I hope you will come back because I think this is a really important topic. And um, 
I, I love all the authors that you're talking about too, and your show and everything. It'd just be nice to really keep in contact with you. Um, but I want to talk about how other people can reach you. For example, if someone wants to hire you for their publicity or someone wants to just talk to you about what you talked about on the show today, um, what are the ways that you prefer people to reach you? Sure. Yeah. Well, so starting off with the uh, with the mothership, so to speak, that's empoweredpublicity.com. I'm really excited because there's a there's going to be some new energy infused into empoweredpublicity.com. I've got a, a two people that I work with as part of my team: Stephanie Roberts, who's my graphics designer, and Michael Richardson, who's my webmaster. They both do incredible work. I, I'm very much about you know recognizing other people because it. It does take uh, it does take a village, as the expression goes, and I I'm very much you know allowing myself to release any any remnants of the Superman Wonder Woman syndrome that said that you know that I could do everything myself. So I'm very I'm very grateful mm-hmm. to to them in the process. People can connect with me on Facebook. That's where they can check out the children's book spotlight series if they watch it live. That's uh, that's uh, Facebook at Empowered Publicity. All of the archived editions of the Children's Book Spotlight series as well are at empoweredpublicity.com. So if you're not a social media person, you're just more of an online kind of person, even though social media is a part of being online, you can go to empoweredpublicity.com. Twitter, as you mentioned, is, is at empowered underscore PR. Also on Instagram, at empoweredpublicity. If people want to connect with me on Facebook, actually, I'm going to be making a very special announcement and this is technically the second special announcement that I made on your show actually is, is that, mm-hmm. you know, as part of, as, as, as part of the channeling work that I've actually done uh, beginning actually after the holiday season, I'm making an announcement on my personal Facebook page, which is under Jonathan Massalinas. I'm actually going to be offering connecting with your intuition sessions, which are 30 minute sessions where I can help people to be able to connect with their guidance and really have this stream of, 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 this this stream of information be able to be you know coming to a person which mm-hmm. is such a such a, a rewarding experience on 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 so many levels because you know some people you know they they do feel a resonance with the spiritual gifts that I've been given as well too and you know I really had to ask my guidance like okay you know does this feel right is this something you know that that you know I feel comfortable in terms of offering and the answer that I actually received was yes and it's just you know such a good feeling it's kind of you know like you know connecting you know, like when you take a jumper cable, so to speak, and you actually connect it to a car engine, the engine starts. So just, you know, if you like, if you, if you get that visual of like, you know, taking, you know, taking your, taking your mind and your heart and connecting the two of them together, that's basically what's done through a connecting with your intuition session. So that's my personal Facebook page. And I'm, I'm just very grateful for, for you, Elizabeth, and for this wonderful platform that you, you are giving to your listeners and to your followers, and uh, this has been such a such such a such a great experience leading into the holiday season. I'll I'll actually mention this, you know, before we part. One of my favorite movies. I'll actually briefly share this. Um, starred Jeff Bridges uh, mm-hmm. several years ago called called K Pax. It came out around around the beginning of the year, and you know one of the characters in the film is actually an alien from another planet by the name of Prot, and he actually comes back down to he, he comes down to Earth, and there's it's this real heartwarming, touching film actually. But but when but when Prot beams out, he actually says, "I have a beam of light to catch." So that's kind of like you know one of my little small catchphrases that I'll use every now and again, like you know it's been a great time. I got a beam of light to catch. Um, <laughs> Love the, it. The, 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 the importance of, again, taking the time to celebrate yourself. I, I feel that and this isn't just because we're, we're winding down the year, we're winding down, you know, we're, we're, we're almost at Christmas, we're almost at New Year's, we're starting off the new year. This isn't just something to do because it's the end of December and you're looking back on 2019. This is right. something every day, take stock of how far that you've come throughout the course of the day, the fact that you haven't given up, the fact that the greatest memories and moments and experiences in your life have not even happened yet. So I think that this was a very, very timely theme. I'm very grateful to, to my guidance for kind of saying, all right, you know, what are Elizabeth and I going to talk about today? And this was a very, a very free flowing conversation. It felt, it felt very right. So I want to thank you for your time today as well, too. Well, thank you. And um, keep doing all you're doing because it's, it's making a huge difference. And, 
um, you just you have an having a massive impact on people's lives in such a positive way. So um, it's really neat to to see it all unfold and good luck with everything in 2020. I'm sure I'll talk to you before then. I hope you come back on the show. But um, I, one of the things that I really love um, about you is that you put it all out there. You know, you put your goals out there. They're vocal. They're they're verbal. They're written. They're you know they're everywhere. And I always, I always encourage people to do that as much as possible, like root in gratitude, but still kind of have that ambition. And I'm going to talk about this in the new year, a lot about how, how to manage ambition with gratitude still in sight and how to, how to set goals and how to take action toward your goals and things like that. And one of the things that I really believe in all of that to take the right action is to vocalize, verbalize, write them down, tell somebody, share them, do whatever you can do with your goals to get them out there. Because when you do that, people help you. You don't feel alone. And mm. um, people really understand where you're coming from and show up for you. It's amazing um, how the more you talk about your goals, the more they actually happen. It's amazing. So I love that you did that. I love the last line of this where it says, Jonathan currently resides in Buffalo, New York, <laughs> and you talked about it, but is following his heart and moving to San Diego, California next year to begin his next steps, which include op- opening a children's hospice for terminally ill children in La Jolla. I hope everybody hears that. And um, so I hope everybody visits your website at empoweredpublicity.com. And Jonathan, it has been a joy. And a pleasure having you here, and I hope you will come back. And thank thank you you. for allowing me to be a part of your neighborhood today. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right. You know, I feel like Captain Kangaroo is a little left out. (laughs) I love Captain Kangaroo. (laughs) Do you know who Captain Kangaroo is? I do remember him vaguely, yes. I think that he was was still around when I was a child because I was born in the – born in 81. But I was more of a Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street kind of guy than – yeah. I'm – I'm 50, so I kind of grew up a little bit more with Captain Kangaroo, I think. I'm not real sure, but I know Captain Kangaroo better than I know Mr. Rogers, and I don't know why. I'm going to have to explore that a little bit because Captain Kangaroo was who we watched on TV. It's really funny. Um, So make sure you look at that, too, because he's another good one. Um, All right, everybody. Thanks, and thanks for letting me joke around and and, um, having such a kind heart. And um, I love – okay, so everybody, that was Jonathan. Jonathan, thank you. I really um, just want to share with you all before we go, just to reiterate some of the things that Jonathan was talking about, because those four things are so important. He talked about prayer. So if you go back and listen to the show, he talked about prayer, he talked about journaling, and I love this one. Do the things that that, um, light your fire, like what you're passionate about. Um, and also follow your internal guidance system and your intuition. So those are four things. I'll I'll end on that. And I'm hoping I'm going to contact him and see if maybe he'll write maybe a little blog or blurb for us on besteveryou.com to kind of accompany the show to maybe expand on those four things because I think they're powerful. So anyway, all right, everybody. Jonathan, thank you so much. Everybody go to empoweredpublicity.com. So many authors. I hope you listen to his show as well. And um, we will take care and I hope you do as well everybody um, safe travels as you're going about celebrating the holidays and I'm not sure if we're going to have a next another show this week um, I've got a call into some a surprise guest so we'll see if it happens or not um, but we will um, I know I hate ending shows but I gotta go and so does Jonathan so thank you very much for listening take care and have a very very great best ever you day everybody thank you Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.